0: In the final minutes of the Broncos Raiders' meaningless season finale, a drunk fan ran onto the... Well, I'm assuming he was drunk. Sober people don't do this shit. He was clobbered by a stadium security guard. No, no. New reports tell me that the man was a 15 to 16 year old kid. That's probably why he was so easy to take down. The first security man who went in to tackle the running adolescent was juked and juked hard. And you can see right here... His ankle snaps in several places. He was carted off the field after a long game delay, and the important thing here is our Rap God quarterback is still healthy. Godspeed to this brave security guard who was robbed of the chance to take down the biggest plague to society, those damn teeny boppers. (laughs) Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Drew Locke is 4-1 as a starter, and he's already done something Joe Flacco could never do as a Bronco. Beat the Raiders perna. The Broncos eked out a boring, which morphed into a crazy win against the Raiders. That win, as good as it felt, dropped Denver down to the 15th spot in the NFL draft and allowed the Raiders to leapfrog them all the way to the 12th pick. Las Vegas now picks 12 and 19 in the first round, and yes, I'm trying to get used to saying Las Vegas Raiders. Those San Diego Chargers taught me how hard that transition is. Doing it with so many guys. So let's go balls deep into the Broncos-Raiders final game of 2019. Coming together. You know, our office is precocious, full of wonderment, um, very good football team, very young team. Huh? Huh? That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck it shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untuck it shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck it style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannels, Outerwear and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So, whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, UntuckIt is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UntuckIt.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Broncos 16, Raiders 15, 16-15. Just like kids of the same age, this game was unbearable. And as much as I love Horsecock Locke, he sort of does look like a 16-year-old suburban kid freestyling on the sideline here. The question we all wanted to know, what lyrical masterpiece was he singing? I have two guesses. Either Neil Diamond's Gracklin Rose, you're a store-bought woman You make me sing like a guitar humming Play it now, play it now, play it now, my baby Or N.W.A. Fuck the police coming straight out the underground. A young QB got it bad because I'm brown and not the other color. So police think that they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on and thrown in jail. We could go to the toe in the middle of a sale. It was one of those 2 pretty sure. Now, we may never know what Drew Locke was freestyling because apparently he didn't even know what fire he was spitting. What the heck am I saying? (laughs) You're killing it. You know the words. (laughs) I gotta figure out what they were playing. Now, most of the interesting shit happened in the last couple minutes of this game. To get there, though, you need to know a couple of things. First, Hunter Renfro is in the NFL because he catches the ball. No matter what, he catches the ball. It's why a slow, undersized, rapidly aging man who never had a 100-yard receiving game at any point in his football career until he played the Chargers last weekend is in the big leagues. Today... He did not catch the ball until the fourth quarter when he caught everything. He started the game, though, with a beautiful dropped pass on third down in the end zone, followed by a Raiders missed field goal. The Raiders kept beating themselves with mistakes, and the Broncos' defense kept bending but not breaking. They held Oakland to a field goal after this 75-yard Darren Waller screen pass— Overall, though, the Broncos have improved greatly at covering tight ends in the passing game this season, except when those tight ends are AFC West opponents. The Raiders had to settle for a field goal after Denzel Good jumped offside, pushing Oakland back just enough to prevent a touchdown or a first down. Denzel Good? More like Denzel Good is not good. Denzel Good is Denzel Bad. Just like Denzel Washington and Training Training Day. Training Day would have been a whole, would have been a uh, better movie? Training Day was really, it would have been interesting. The other thing you need to know is if John Gruden has a heart attack tonight, It's because he's re-watching what the officials did to him on the flight home. The Raiders have had about as much luck with the referees this season as Chris Collinsworth would have hooked up to a lie detector test trying to deny his sexual attraction to Patrick Mahomes. Oak Vegas had this Hunter Renfro touchdown reversed and marked just short of the goal line. I agree with the call because, you know, fuck the Raiders. But had that happened to the Broncos, I'd be irate. And you know, you already know the Raiders could not run it in from three inches out with Josh Jacobs' sideline. To add stink to the seven layer shit cake the Raiders were being served, John Gruden lost another challenge, going one for ten on the season. I admire his optimism, though. It says a lot about his outlook on life, believing on ten separate occasions that NFL officials would do their job correctly. If that's not an optimist, I don't know what is. But John, if you can't see the ball, you can't overturn the play. It's why Jerome Bettis never failed on the goal line. He could hide an entire football up his ass. That's why they called him the bus. Now, Darren Waller... Isaac Yadam's least favorite person on earth was on his way to another big gain before Trey Marshall came in and stripped Waller of the ball to give the Broncos one last possession before halftime. Cortland Sutton got the ball down to the one-yard line by drawing pass interference so the Raiders could fall 10-3 right before halftime on a fullback touchdown pass to Beck. Like the singer, but not a loser baby. The Raiders aren't good, but the refs are worse. And my only regret is not getting the referees to help the Broncos earlier this season. I might have uh, all of my 2020 Patreon money go to the Buy a Ref Foundation. That, uh, I believe, is the charity I want to support moving forward. Now, Gruden was so angry at half, he forgot how to put on fucking clothing. With this play, John Gruden passes Bill Belichick to become the leading coach in the NFL for wearing clothing the most wrongest. Deshaun Hamilton, finally living up to his name, proving he can catch bullets far better than great-great-uncle Alexander Hamilton, catching bullets for first downs far better than catching them for death. Denver was aided by an unnecessary roughness penalty absorbed by the head of Cortland Sutton, And I think that was a penalty solely based on the amount of turf in Sutton's helmet. Now, McManus split the gooch from 49 to give the Broncos a 10-point lead. Patrick Hamilton. Tim Patrick, Deshaun Hamilton. Patrick Hamilton. Sounds like the cousin to Thomas Edison, who spent all of his free time trying to invent new ways to pleasure himself. But for the Broncos, Hamilton and Patrick are reinventing themselves as key parts of the offense since Vic Fangio installed the master lock to keep out the losses. All the locks and reinvention couldn't keep the Broncos' offense, though, from stalling in the red zone. Tack on a false start to push back the field goal attempt to 50 yards, and just like the refs, the gooch was still on the Broncos' side as they took a 16-3 lead that would not hold. Well, close to not hold. A couple Raiders field goals and the most backhanded Philip Lindsay compliment you'll ever hear. For an undrafted free agent out of Colorado. The heart and soul this Broncos offense. They look at Phil Lindsay and they think, if he can do it, I can do it. Lindsay did break a thousand yards for the second straight season, becoming the first undrafted player to have back-to-back thousanders. I looked at Lindsay and his tiny, unathletic body, where he has shown no speed or strength or elusiveness or ability to break tackles. He steals from the poor and shows no football awareness. And I thought, hey, maybe if he can get back-to-back thousand-yard seasons, I, too, one day could become president of Fleshlight. Yes. (laughs) maybe I could if Philip Lindsay could get a thousand yards. And this game should have ended on this Darren Waller drop. Unlike Demarius Thomas, Waller cannot make a catch with his male penis. Will Parks was on the defense and took credit for the drop with whatever celebration this is. If Alexander Johnson's celebration is osteoporosis bus driver, this is hip replacement security guard. The Broncos season ended much like it began, with The game against the Raiders featuring about a thousand false start penalties and one remarkable poorly timed Garrett Bowles personal foul penalty despite backing Denver into a fourth and 24 Vic Fangio caved and let Brandon McManus attempt a 59 yard field goal with the game on the line against his better judgment the gooch does not like greed and denied McManus like Shia LaBluff in the Wall Street reboot Look, I like that Fangio believes in his players. And Denver really had nothing to lose by giving Oakland great field position with that miss. Will Fangio do that again in a game that matters? I doubt it. And McManus, if you plead for a 57-yard field goal kick, you gotta make it. Now, Derek Carr took advantage, completing a pass to Broncos corner Isaac Yadam. But since tie goes to the white guy, the refs gave the completion to Hunter Renfro and penalized Yadam moving the ball half the distance to the goal. Two plays later, Carr throws a strike to Renfro in the end zone, and Gruden opts for the win, because he ain't no bitch. However, Derek Carr made the dumb mistake of throwing in Shelby Harris's general direction, something you should have learned from Big Ben, Derek, that you never, ever do. Harris finishes the season with the most batted passes, the big dick player award and this message for Broncos fans Broncos country we did that for you we wanted to end the season strong and we did that for you wait what a what's about to happen you want to come back strong hey just wait well, hey, one know today. That's all that the Raiders attempted an onside kick, which resulted in further chaos and provided an ejection of Raiders defensive back Nevin Lawson for a personal foul. John Gruden was smiling for the first time during a loss, probably because he just learned he uh, passed Bill Belichick for being fashioned backwards king of the NFL. The Raiders and Broncos, though, both proved why neither team deserved to be in the postseason this year. And yet... Both teams feel pretty good about what lies ahead in 2020. And that's it. Broncos Raiders both finished seven and nine. You're two and 14. How does it feel? How does what feel? How does it feel to be so wrong? Doing it with so many guys over, you know, 14 years and and going to the locker room, win or lose. And I can say, we're short. We fell, we fell short. But Or we won, you know? Uh, but, shoot, I, I couldn't try it any harder. And now we watch the playoffs and hope both the Patriots and the Chiefs lose. Thanks <laughs> for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. i on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna, if you want to follow me in those places. This is the part of the episode where I run out of things to say. Are you still watching? Some of you are, but that's just how it goes. All right, yeah. Cracklin' Rose, you're a store by woman. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good.